Linus, it's just a movie. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is. You know what? To most people, Star Wars is just a movie, right? Not to us. We just spoke to the doctor. Man, screw that doctor. Screw, screw all those people. Did, did they ever ever get their their heads stuck in a bucket trying to be Darth Vader? I, I mean, I don't think so. No. No. <laughs> did, did they ever singe their eyebrows trying to make a lightsaber? No way. Did they name their right hand Leia? Who knows? Yes, they could have. But you know who did? Me. Yes, you did. So did I. So did you. We all did. You guys are freaking sick, you know that? This is our Death Star, man. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm not running away from this one. <laughs> Me neither. Screw it, I named both my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Press Play Podcast. The only podcast on the internet that watched the halftime show last night and thought, eh, it was okay. I'm your host, Matt Dasher. It wasn't the, uh, it's not the greatest one I've ever seen, according to everybody else, but I mean. Fuck the both of you, I enjoyed it. I'm Seth. I didn't know. No, no, no. I, I enjoyed worst, it. I, I, yeah, I never once said that I did not enjoy it. I yeah. just said it's not up to the gold standard everybody's holding it to. It was a great no. show. It, it, I just it, think it's, there's, it's, there's elements yeah. about it that uh, weren't up to yeah. my liking. And I'm, was, I'm just one guy. It was not Prince doing Purple Rain in the rain by no stretch of the imagination, but it was there, it was enjoyable. It was there fun. wasn't one there wasn't one titty, not one. <laughs> Although I did think on more than one occasion that Mary J's hoo ha was about to sleep out them tight ass pants. She was I wearing, feel but... I think we all thought that because yeah, that's uh that outfit was not really doing her much favors. No, it was not. But uh, we're this is a nerd podcast. What are we doing talking about football? Right. <laughs> but at the same time, we are Southerners, so yes, exactly. kind of goes. Kind of, it's kind of ingrained in our DNA, you know. We can't yeah. help but talk about it. But uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to be covering the ultimate fan movie, uh, Fanboys, starring you name everyone. It, and they're probably in this film. Yeah, this is um, this is this movie might as well have been called Cameo. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's about a group of friends who decide they're going to travel 2,000 miles across the country to break into Skywalker Ranch and steal the unreleased cut of Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace for their friend who is terminally ill with cancer. Um, hilarity, pun, cameos, pretty much the whole shebang ensues. And um, I, for one, never get tired of watching this film, gentlemen. I, I, I watch it all the time. Like, yeah. this is not one of those movies like, oh, I haven't seen it in a while. Bullshit. I saw it two weeks ago. Yeah, I watch <laughs> um, it all the time. It, it's probably the back when it first came out, when it first got released a DVD, I watched it probably two or three times a week. Um, but it's been I, a good. It's, I'm pretty it's sure I did the same. Yeah, it's been a good 12, 13 years since I've actually watched it. I didn't realize how long it had actually been. Um, it, it had been but, a while for me, too. But yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it as much today as I did yeah, back then. 100%. Uh, there's nothing to hate about this movie and everything to love. Um, with that being said, you know, everybody knows that we are three of the biggest Star Wars nerds that you can possibly ever encounter. Um, so this film is right up our alley for all the right reasons. Uh, Seth, I want to go ahead and give you the floor first, sir. Uh, this uh, it's, it's a great, uh, basically road trip comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's the right kind of raunchy. Um, it's the right kind of stupid, and it's it does such a good job at uh, 
satirizing and, and, and poking fun at the whole culture. Um, for sure. Yeah. Especially the, the, the over-exaggerated hatred they have for Trekkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had to, and it was funny as I had to be like, I can't remember who it was, but I was watching this movie a couple of years ago with someone who wasn't a big star Wars fan. And I was like, I just want to point out that uh, it's really not like that. I could, we could give a fuck. Nah. Right. Yeah. It's not, they're, they're, two, they're two completely different animals. Yeah. Well, I, and I'm sure there are people out there that are like that. Just like I'm sure there are some Trekkie fans out there that feel the same way about star Wars. Well, they um, need a fucking life because that's I, yeah, not I a agree thing. I, I thoroughly enjoy both franchises. Um, I don't see a problem with either one of them. I don't see the competition. I mean, I've never watched, I've never watched them, but they, they have, they were given to me and I do own the, uh, the three, seasons of star trek on blu-ray the original series and at some point in my life i'm gonna break them out of the closet and uh and give them much give them a once over because it's all about rhetoric if you if you if you're gonna talk shit about something at least know what you're talking about mm-hmm. exactly. i don't know shit about star trek I only, I only saw the abrams films so i i'm not an expert on why they're good or bad well we all know they star james t kirk who is played by william shatner who makes who can score spectacular, anything a spectacular cameo in this film <laughs> Probably one of the best because he's actually playing himself. Yeah, he's one of the. Actually, I think I think he's the only person who does play himself. Like, How did you get a hold of all this? I will shatter. I can get anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I definitely agree. This this is one of probably my favorite comedies ever, just because it it speaks to us yeah. in us in a way because like it, it it's. It's so personal and it's actually they they made it have a point by yeah. giving the character Linus a terminal illness because spo- yeah, spoiler alert, he does not live to the end of this film, but really that's okay because mm-hmm. you you I didn't I never felt sad mm-hmm. watching this movie at the end. I felt oh, no. more of a sense of uh I don't know. I, I was I was happy with it. Right. He, he, even though it really sucks that the last thing he saw on this earth was episode one. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I just, yeah. just the fact that he, he didn't say a word about it at the end when he, when they're all like, well, how was it? He just, he doesn't say a word. He just said, he just yells shotgun. I thought that was a perfect ending and you know, the movie goes on, but that's where the movie really ended for me. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was, I thought it was a great fucking film. It, uh, it it was corny and campy in in the best of places, but it had a really really good ending that always makes me feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, like Seth said earlier, um, you know, it it pokes fun and sat and uh, satirizes the Star Wars fanboy, the typical Star Wars fanboy, and Star Wars as a whole, all at the same time though, while still paying respect to the fan base. Yeah, because that's what these guys were. They were fans before anything else, and mm-hmm. there's probably not a Star Wars fan alive out there that can't relate to this film in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Well, that's why Lucas signed off on it. Let him use all the props and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was a love letter to his work. They, I mean, for no reason at all. He's like, "You want some indie stuff too? Here's Willow." <laughs> yeah. gives a right. fuck about Willow, right? Yeah. Um, but to Ian's point, you know, it did have a happy ending because, you know, he did get to see the movie. So it wasn't sad that he died because they fulfilled their mission, so to speak. And even though he was gone for the last literally three minutes of the film, yeah, three to five, three to five. Um, I like how they're sitting down in the theater 
And right before <laughs> my favorite line of the lights go out. Hey, dude, what if this sucks? Which was ironically funny because it did. Well, so bad. Even Lucas had to sign off on that because even he didn't like it. Yeah. He knew what he did wrong when he first sat down and watched it. Mm. Um, he, he, he was his own, like uh, Seth could probably paint the picture better than I could. But when they did a screening for, you know, in front of Lucas mm-hmm. and all that, he he was just almost embarrassed. Yeah, there's a there's a behind the scenes uh, uh, special footage uh, where they uh, they all watch the rough cut, the producers, everybody. Uh, and you see them just like face planning and holy shit. And, uh, what have look, I done? I, I, uh, I, I may have went a little far in some places. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's what happens when you fucking release a movie that was written in one draft on a legal pad. Yeah. Gentlemen, can I just, uh, point out what was Dan Fogel not an absolute treasure in this film? There's not, I don't mm-hmm. I think thinking about it. I don't know of a movie that he's in that I don't like him. He's yeah. just so much fun because he he, he he might play the same person in a lot of movies, but that person is is so much fun. Like I, before, I watched Fanboys a couple of weeks ago. I watched Balls of Fury, stupid Balls movie, Fury. but it's, he's great in it. Yeah, uh, I also loved uh, Jay Baruchel in this movie, and mm-hmm. you know the uh, Jungle to Jungle kid and the pervert from uh, the Girl Next Door. I love and Kristen Bell. It's a it's a it's a nice little group of yeah. at the time unknowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. They're, you're just running into. By the way, uh, the, they're running on all, all these mega stars who obviously aren't playing themselves, except for William Shatner. Seth Rogen plays three different characters in this film. It's yep, fucking yeah. hysterical. Yeah. And then you got uh, Craig Robinson as one of the security guards. Uh, and you've got with, you've uh, got Darth Maul. You've got Princess Leia. Lando Calrissian yeah. in this film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm trying Billy to think. D. Billy, Billy D. Billy D. Yeah. Danny uh, Tre- Trejo. He, and he, I love that he, uh, Billy D played a character literally named Judge Reinhold. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, this this was a very cameo heavy film. I mean, like you said, you got Carrie Fisher, Billy D. Williams. Well, if you Williams. if you actually watch the trailer, they lean hard into the fact that there's a lot of cameos in this movie. Because yeah. in the trailer for the mm-hmm. movie, it says starring the girl from Sin City, and it just it just lists what movies they were in instead of who they are. Right. And it's hilarious. Right. Like Danny McBride, for example, who who is in this movie. I love I love Danny McBride. I, I yeah. love all the characters that are in this movie because they went on to do so well. Yeah. This was I mean, like a, Kenny, it wasn't it wasn't that's, a vehicle. That's Kenny fucking powers, fun. okay? That that's that's you know, not Danny McBride. His name is Kenny fucking powers, and he shall be referred to as such. You're fucking from, out. Yeah. <laughs> there uh uh there was one joke that I had forgotten. Uh, and that's when uh, they meet Kevin Smith. Oh yeah, I forgot about that too. I, I usually he's do. Out of bathroom. He's, he's pimping out the like dick. <laughs> I usually, I usually forget about that one because it's so quick, but it's pretty funny. Yeah, Jay and Silent Bob are in there for sure for um, no reason. You, I think they just did it because Kevin Smith is the ultimate Star Wars fan. You said Seth Rogen played three roles, and then we played the Trekkie, the Trekkie, the pimp, the pimp, and he also played the bouncer at the star trek convention where who they give the password to he was just heavily oh, okay. covered in makeup all right. that all was right. seth rogan okay. I, I did not know that mm-hmm. that's awesome that's awesome and i think what makes all these cameos work is not only were several of them in the star wars franchise but you could tell that everybody was 
a huge fan of the Star Wars franchise because nobody had a real, you know, you you watch some people acting in movies sometimes like, all right, they're just, you know, going through the motions acting. There's no passion. There's no emotion behind their performance whatsoever. Everybody seemed to thoroughly enjoy being in this film and you could tell it where mm-hmm. the performance is on screen. Yeah, because it was fun. Yeah. It was just fun. It's just a fun movie. It really is. That's all it is. And it's, it, like it's, we said, it's it is a fun the ass third movie. best Star Wars film. It is the third best Star yeah. Wars film, yeah. And huh, that is a problem. When a non-Star Wars film is beating your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I not mean, even not by wrong. little. I would put really. it like fourth. I, uh, I would put it fourth, maybe fifth. Um, this definitely one? better than the prequel. Yeah, definitely better than the prequels or the most recent three for sure. I would, I would say this is better than Jedi. Yes, it's better than Jedi. <laughs> sure, sure. I get it. <sighs> I, but, um, I call them like a season. I'm sorry. I, as much as I love Jedi, this one's just better. Yeah, and it, when, I, when I when I watch this movie, though, I, I do get taken aback to. Uh, that whole buildup because I lived through it. Dude, oh yeah. my god, I wasn't standing in line at the theater, and it was it was great. Yeah, I didn't get the that. build up to it, and the anticipation was fantastic. And yep. then everybody was like, "Oh my god, this is actually happening! This is actually happening!" And then we've talked about it before. You go, you experience the line. You experience the pageantry, you watch the film, and after it's done, did I like that? Was that good or was that Ugh. really bad? Phantom Menace Syndrome. The Phantom Menace Syndrome. Yes. It is Where real. You've, you've actually tricked yourself into thinking it was a good movie, mm-hmm. all the while knowing it was not a good movie. And there's only, I think, two movies in the franchise that did not suffer from that. One of them was Rise of Skywalker. That one was fucking bad the second I got out of it. I'm like, that yeah, was bullshit. 100%. 100%. Yeah, me and Seth were like, that was not Phantom Menace Syndrome. That was just garbage. The, yes, last, Je- the last Jedi, I put right there with it as well. I do not. But nah. I, the Attack, problem of, is, Attack of the Clones is the worst thing. Attack of the Clones, besides yeah. the bagpipes. But uh, I would say for me, because I, I didn't get that. And I, it kind of sucks because my experience with that didn't come until the sequel trilogy because i was uh i was eight at the time uh uh, that eight or nine when phantom menace came out i saw on the news everybody's excitement but i just wasn't a star wars fan that i am now i think at the time i'd only seen the episode four i don't i didn't see empire until i was maybe like 13 so but Mm. I, I, i saw phantom menace in the theater my mom and i went to go see it and i remember we were late to the to the movie. We showed up the second they land on Tatooine, and then we come back and watch it a couple weeks later. And I didn't realize how late we were because they don't get to Tatooine <laughs> for a while. Yeah, you missed a good you missed a good twenty twenty five minutes with the film. Yeah, um, but in that twenty twenty five minutes, did you really miss anything important? I wouldn't say I missed it. I just didn't yeah. see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a but, difference. There's a difference. Exactly. Back, back to this film. Um, well, there's going to be back and forth because this movie's about the sure. fr- about the yeah. first episode of the first uh, episode in the prequels. So, 
And, it, and it's also Star Wars. And anytime we talk about Star Wars, we go in like 5,000 different directions off the main topic anyway. So it's just yeah. going to happen. I think, uh, uh, I think one so of my favorite liners in this movie. So many. And one of my favorites, uh, it's not, I don't even know, what, I don't know if it's a one liner, but they're, uh, the windows and Butler are in the car and they're arguing about Harrison Ford being the greatest actor of all time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that was at, Decker at, from at Blade the, Runner at the, at the time, <laughs> at the time that before star Wars, before episode one came out, that's, that wouldn't be hard to contest. And then they showed a billboard for six days, seven nights. I was like, Oh yeah. That <laughs> oh, that was bad. Yeah. That was terrible. Um, when they're being chased by the police in, uh, the van, and they plow through the um through the billboard. Yep. And it leaves a silhouette of Darth Vader's head. You see the tail lights. Uh, <laughs> even the uh, pretty cool. Even the subtle jokes where the they they first get in the van. They're not even out the driveway yet. He turns the car on and he punches the top of the van, and all the lights come on like Han Solo would do. I was like, see, they did their homework. Yeah. They because did. It's not, they don't reference it. He just does it. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that, I don't. That, I didn't they, even check. Did he? Did he have golden dice hanging from his wind or from his <laughs> rearview mirror? I didn't know. Yeah, they like you said. They definitely did their homework for this film. They covered. They spared no experience covering every avenue of Star Wars fandom. That's for sure because they they probably referenced all of it in this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I mean, during the uh, hallucination scene with Danny Trejo, hmm. I mean, for fuck's sake, you got an Ewok. <laughs> He, on your leg. he walks up in your leg. Yeah. He walks up in your leg. <laughs> and it fucking it does something that these these types of comedies and, and whatever aren't supposed to do. They get deep for a second. And that's uh when they're talking about your death star. And I was like, I remember mm-hmm. I was I think I was like 21, 22 when I first saw this film. And I was like, don't you fucking do that. Don't you fucking try to get smart with me because God Damn it, that was a good point. It really <laughs> a very <was>. good point. <laughs> How did you make Star Wars deep? Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Making me making me think about shit. Right. This is very well, very well-rounded movie. I enjoy every bit of it. I'll watch it again many times before I die, I'm sure. Oh yeah. I it's it's a movie that I went out of my way to own. I I watch it as often as I can. Uh, it's not like a once a year thing. Like I'll probably pop it in when I'm bored, like once every six months. Because yeah. I know what I know every fucking joke. I know every fucking line, and I don't care. It's just a movie yeah. that doesn't get old. You're absolutely right. I mean, you can probably recite the entire movie verbatim as it's playing, and it's not out of boredom or anything. It's out of you know just sheer enjoyment for the film. One hundred percent. And I, it 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 gave me probably one of the greatest insults of all time, and that is Kirk Love and Spock sucker. <laughs> that whole sequence that whole sequence where they're in oh, I, love, I love the fight and they're at Kirk's statue yep <laughs> and they're explaining why it doesn't look it's like the whores at Viacom threatened to sue us if we use their likenesses <laughs> what did Captain Kirk find in the laboratory I believe it was a captain's log I believe it was a captain's log <laughs> yeah one of probably my probably my second favorite scene in the entire film. Mm. And I remember when I watched this movie uh, for the first time, it was a buddy of mine who had showed it to me and they get quizzed twice. Uh, once by Harry yep. Knowles and once by Danny McBride. And uh, after every question, he'd pause it before the answer. And he's like, do you know? I'm like, 
By the way, I got every fucking one right. I ain't no fucking dummy. <laughs> the second question, where's the female G-spot? <laughs> if you no were to ask Alon to perform a Mississippi handbag, where were your <laughs> testicles? <laughs> That's He's not a Star Wars one question. ball. Un testicula. That's like, you, you, you hook her cheek, you spit in her eye, you lead her around the room. He's like, you're... You're unbelievably oh, yeah. knowledgeable and sexy. <laughs> I think that's that's the point of the movie my girlfriend laughed the hardest when uh, he's like, God, you're knowledgeable and attractive. And she smacks the shit out of him. And they, she just, dra- they just drag you. She's like, yep, I'm on it. I did it. Yep. <laughs> she was I'm laughing good. her ass off. Yep. As soon as this, they dragged her away, probably, like, yep, I did it. You know, say what you want about Kristen Bell, but she can be funny as fuck. She really can. I, I give her that. But give it to Kristen Bell. For pulling off brunette really well. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, 100%. Mm-hmm. This is the hottest she's ever looked on screen, in my opinion, and that's including forgetting Sarah Marshall. I think um, that's mainly because, you know, in this movie, she's brunette and a Star Wars fan, and yeah. that's doing it for me. Yeah. Uh, Nothing and, hotter um, than a female who loves Star Wars and is actually a good-looking woman. And, and, and uh, unlike Windows, I am not immune to sweater yams, Christian Bell, so... <laughs> yeah, well, she's married <laughs> to Dax Shepard, so you might have a chance. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway, gentlemen, um, we could probably gush all over this movie for another 20, 30 minutes, but I think people get the point. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's not really anything technical to talk about because it's, you know, <laughs> comedies don't really dive into that too deeply. No, not really. It's, you know, all, most comedies are shot very basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, this, this is fine. Yeah. Uh, it, they, they, they don't write comedies like this anymore. Not really, no. No, this was, it almost feels like, uh, Back in the day, this wasn't a thing, but nowadays, this is the kind of movie that would probably have to go through some sort of crowdfunding. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they, I, I guess they just got lucky and sold it because, uh, yeah, these kind of movies don't get made anymore unless you know you really start begging for money. Because I guess studios just don't believe in it. But because it's Star Wars, yeah, well, so many people love it. Not only that, but you know, like road trip movies. I mean, you had this, and you have Road Trip, and since those two movies, I can't re- have there been any other road trip like movies since these. I, I'm, I'm not. Just, I'm not saying just like road trip movies. Just comedies are just not written like this anymore. They don't have a central story with character development and, and you know heart when it needs. The comedies nowadays are they're lightly edited improv, and it kind of sucks. Yeah, this uh, one. Yeah. This one had all of that. The the overlying character development and heart was. Linus and Butler becoming friends again right before he died. Great, great shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the the days when when uh, of the comedy blockbuster that everyone went and watched those are over. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean nowadays nowadays when you talk comedy, I don't know. It's either it's just it, you know it's, you know it's a little sad band, but yeah nowadays when you talk comedy it's either the rock kevin hart or ryan reynolds and that's pretty much it as far as comedy goes nowadays maybe jimmy mm-hmm. fallon every once in a while dude in a, ca- in a cameo appearance somewhere i wasn't the fucking chicks from saturday night live it's you know eh. you brought it up i'm just gonna go ahead and say it because he was at the super bowl i'm about tired of the rock i'm like this motherfucker doesn't need to be in everything <laughs> yeah does he have to be in every fucking thing? Get off my Super Bowl. Well, you know, he is playing Black Adam, so we needed some pub, I guess, which I'm surprised we didn't get a trailer drop for that during the Super Bowl. Honestly, we did get uh, 
we got some images online. I don't I don't know if it was from like a teaser trailer or something, but we do know what Hawkman, Doctor Strange, or not not Doctor Strange, uh, Doctor Fate, and Cyclone are going to look like in that movie. And we have a full picture of Black Adam. So I guess it, it might have been a teaser trailer, but like I've been like I said uh, a couple months ago, I just don't give a fuck about this movie uh, because no. they were talking about it for too long without even without filming a scene. And now it's finally coming out, and I'm like, dude, you talked about it for too long. Uh, the the hype is is gone. We're over that. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna have to be something Dino Supreme in order to get me to be like, okay, all right. Yeah, bring on the Clear. Batman. Yeah, and Doctor Strange. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Spider Man, so I can buy it on DVD. There you go. Anyway, gentlemen, uh, what do we got next week? See, it's my pick, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Next week is, I said I wasn't allowed to change my mind, and I stuck to it, even though there's a lot I really want to talk about. Uh, next week, we have to, we, we got to get this out of the way. We talked about it before we hit record. We're going to talk about the Book of Boba Fett as much as I don't want to, because I, I just that. don't care. I, I second that, but not for the same reasons. It's not that I don't care. It's that I guess I care too much. And, uh, yeah, because uh, oh, by the way, that's another thing I loved about fanboys is like it's one of the first conversations they have. Like, you need to stop perpetuating this notion that Boba Fett is some kind of badass. He had a jetpack. <laughs> so did the Rocketeer. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll touch on all that next week for sure. Uh, yeah, but we also have we're, it's going to be a two for next week because that's not my pick. That's just necessary. Yeah, we are going to sit down and watch. I would say this movie is better than Across the Universe. Mm-hmm. And it also, deal, it also deals heavily with the Beatles. And it is a movie that came out in 2019 and it's called Yesterday. So check it out if you haven't seen it. Looking at you, Dasher. Seth, watch it again. I know you'll like it. I watched it two mm-hmm. weeks ago. I can talk about it literally right now. So I'm all ready to go. So we'll cover the Book of Boba Fett and Yesterday. What platform is that on? Don't know. Max? Don't all know. Right. All right. Well, you literally said you watched it like two weeks ago. With the well, because I own it. Oh, well, all right. I'll just go fuck myself. I own the movies I love. And a lot anyway, of shit gentlemen. is just given to me. <laughs> all right. As always. Well, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.